The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus went across the Sea of Galilee. A large crowd followed him because they saw the signs he was performing on the sick. Jesus went up on the mountain, and there he sat down with his disciples. The Jewish feast of Passover was near. When Jesus raised his eyes and saw that a large crowd was coming to him, he said to Philip, Where can we buy enough food for them to eat? He said this to test him, because he himself knew what he was going to do. Philip answered him, Two hundred days' wages worth of food would not be enough for each of them to have a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter, said to him, There is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish. But what good are these for so many? Jesus said, Have the people recline. Now there was a great deal of grass in that place. So the men reclined, about 5,000 in number. Then Jesus took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed them to those who were reclining, and also as much of the fish as they wanted. When they had had their fill, he said to his disciples, Gather the fragments left over so that nothing will be wasted. So they collected them and filled twelve wicker baskets with fragments from the five barley loaves that had been more than they could eat. When the people saw the sign he had done, they said, This is truly the prophet, the one who is to come into the world. Since Jesus knew that they were going to come and carry him off to make him king, he withdrew again to the mountain alone. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Please be seated. Earlier this week, Mr. Rocha texted me to ask if we could move this Mass a little earlier to 8.15 instead of 8.45 when it's usually scheduled on Fridays. He explained the reason was because you all would be going hiking for most of the day. And I thought that was a really good idea. Why? Well, because Mr. Rocha knows that a Catholic Education is not just about what's between your ears, in your brain. It's also about what's between your head and your toes. That is your whole body. Or as people say sometimes, from stem to stern, using naval analogy, meaning the whole ship or the whole student. In other words, a Catholic school is concerned with educating the whole person, body, mind, soul, and spirit, every inch of you. And that is why it is very good to go hiking today, because your classroom will be nature, and your subject matter will be your body and its health. By the way, this was something one of the great ancient philosophers understood very well, namely Aristotle. His school 
was actually called the peripatetics. Not the very pathetics, but the peripatetics. Literally, that means in Greek, those who walk around. (laughs) So the way Aristotle taught was that he would walk with his students. He would speak and they would listen and they would walk along back and forth. Why? Well, because he believed the body and the mind worked in unison and in tandem. As the body walked and advanced on the road physically, the mind was, in a sense, walking and advancing on the road intellectually in rational inquiry. In other words, true education is a psychosomatic activity. Psycho meaning mind and soma meaning body. Mind and body advance together. In the gospel today, Jesus shows a remarkable concern for the body as well as for the soul. We read from the great sixth chapter of John and hear the remarkable bread of life discourse which is preceded by the miraculous multiplication of the loaves and the five loaves and the two fish. But notice, before Jesus can teach them about spiritual food, the Eucharist, he gives them material food, bread and fish. In other words, Jesus knew, just like Aristotle and Mr. Rocha, that the body and the mind work closely together. Physical walking helps with intellectual walking. Material nourishment parallels spiritual nourishment. Education and evangelization are psychosomatic activities. Jesus, too, desires to educate the whole disciple, which simply means the student body, mind, soul, and spirit. By the way, do you know what my favorite tennis shoes are? It is not Nike or Adidas or New Balance. My favorites are Asics. Do you know why? Well, because Asics, A-S-I-C-S, is an acronym. It stands for five words. And those words are not in English. They are in Latin, A-S-I-C-S. They stand for anima sana, in corpore sano, which of course you all know because you are Latin scholars. What does anima sana, in corpore sano, mean? It means a sound mind in a sound body. In other words, the developers of this shoe company believe that there is an inseparable connection between the mind and the body. The fate of one is inextricably tied to the fate of the other. Your body and your mind, your body and your soul will end up together somewhere in eternity, either in hell or in heaven. They will both be there. They learn 
together. They live together. They languish together. One final thought. Isn't this idea of the education and the evangelization of the whole person what Easter is all about? Why did Jesus die on the cross and rise three days later on Easter Sunday? It was not just so that Jesus would have a glorified body. Rather, it was also so that you and I would one day have a glorified body. So that we would have an anima sana, incorpore sano, like the Asics shoe company could never have imagined. And that is why it is a very good thing. You are going hiking today. Praised be Jesus Christ.